I am your host, Dean. And I'm Ross. Still old, still new. Things about games. And we are proud to present episode three of Backwards Cross Compatibility. We, we managed to we managed to keep it going for three. Like that that like we get awards for three episodes, right? Yeah, we get. I think we should get an award. Yeah, we're like on a or roll. Or a pat on the back. Oh, well, like couldn't it be nicer than a pat on the back? <laughs> well, could there be cake? We could have cake. We could have cake. All we right. could have cake. Maybe, maybe, maybe fourth episode is cake episode. We'll have yeah. cake for fourth episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll get yeah. some ready for next time when we come in. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Today, we're looking at the Metroid series. Metroid series? I've heard of the Metroid series. It's the part of your brain that never leaves you. Yeah, it's, uh, there's just constantly like a little, little like loop in the back of my head that's making like weird sort of echoing electronic noises and little zappy, zappy blaster noises and it's yeah there's a part of my brain that never left the metroid games oh it's 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 worrying i mean i should probably get it checked out but you know (laughs) i mean it's your childhood you can't let it go i probably should though yeah so let's start out with which metroid games have you played dean well i've only played the super metroid game only played you haven't played any of the metroid prime games or any of the later ones nope well, this is going to be an education then. Yes, it is. We're going to get into it. All right. Uh, Educate me in your ways. So, we can just we'll just quickly run down. The first Metroid game was released in 1986. That's that's not as old as me. Uh, yeah. But that's pretty old. That's still pretty old. That's yeah. still pretty old. That's no. That's, we we don't have the we don't have the processing power to calculate how many years ago that is. That's it's literally we'd have to send away. Let's the just NASA. not say anything, all right? Yeah, because we don't want you feeling old, all right? You're not an old person. It was released on the Nintendo Entertainment System back in 1986. Yep. Uh, I mean, I had that game. I had that game. That game ruled. Oh, it's 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 weird going back to it though because that's one of the ones that I've played recently on the the Switch virtual console yeah. business. Uh and like it's got all that like cool save state functionality in there. Yeah. You didn't you didn't have that back then. No. Yeah. You had to write down passwords. Have you ever you have you wouldn't you wouldn't I have would, ever have I would have never have known. I would have never have known. You die but and it pops up a password and you have to like write it down on a piece of paper. And, like, the font is sort of weird. So, like, you, you get you typos get all wrong. the time. So you'd have your save game and you're like, yeah. And then you go to enter it in and it's it's long. It's like... Ten characters? Four, no, way more than that. Oh, okay. It was something like uh, like 24 characters. It was long. I never had to experience that. No. You, 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 you're lucky. You're lucky. I feel like I probably should have experienced it but well before. Well, you could. You could just... You, you could play... You could play it on the, on the Switch Virtual Console and just not use the save state functionality and then you have to write down all things. But you could cheat okay. nowadays because, like, you could just, like, take a photo of it on your phone yeah. or something. We didn't even have that back then. If you wanted to take a photo of the passwords, then, like, you'd need to, like, have film in a camera and then you'd have to take it down to the shop that is specifically there to turn your film into proper photos and then you'd have little glossy photos. This is a wild thing that I've gone on yeah. a tangent for and we probably <laughs> don't need to dig into it anymore. Well, maybe we shouldn't. So we should just get on with what we're saying. But uh, this... I, Metroid's an interesting case yes. for back in the day because back then... like, There's some context here about like it being old and like in a different landscape because... 
there was actually a twist in the first Metroid game really? that legitimately people didn't know about. And, like, rumours in video game magazines was the way this stuff got spread around because that game's real hard and a lot of people never beat it. Like, a lot of people just never beat games back in the day. You'd have this mm. game for years and you'd still be, like, chipping away at it years later. So, the twist in the first Metroid game is you're playing as this mighty space adventurer Samus in the cool suit of armor blasting away at aliens. Also a bounty hunter. Bounty hunter, adventurer, uh, icon of a generation. Uh, and you you fought your way through the, the various space pirates. And if you completed the game fast enough, bear in mind this is, a for the time, a sprawling game. Uh, if you completed it fast enough... You would have had extra cutscene. You'd have an extra cut... Well, it's not... A, okay. Well, not really a cutscene. It was more an image... Yeah. ...of Samus. Uh, her... Her armor starts flickering, revealing she's a lady underneath. <laughs> and it was like, oh my god. We we had no idea. Yeah. The thing only... is, I knew about this as well. Well, yeah. Well, you live in the world. Yeah, yeah I know I live in the world. I know. But Samus, like was a, like, made-up sci-fi name back in the day, so, you know, it, it, there was no indications around that, and I'm pretty sure the only... This is another thing. Games came with little booklets that explained all their story and had a little art in there that was more than just some blocks of colour. So, I'm pretty sure the, the, the manual for Metroid actually lies about that. Oh. I don't think it... I think it It literally implies that Samus is a dude in the in the manual and you have to play the game to find out. So... Well... Mm. Shocking twists. Did you ever... Under, did you ever understand why the Metroid game was called Metroid? It's because the... Because the, the... The bad aliens are called Metroids. Yeah, I know, but that's like the... That's like the small little porpoise things. Why yeah. isn't it called like Samus... I think that's an interesting thing. Like, okay. I didn't exactly understand that. Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing about the Metroid franchise, right? Is that... Well, firstly... Look, look. Firstly. Metroid's a cool word. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a cool word. It is. Um, and it sort of solidifies that, like... Now I'm thinking it's, about it, it's kind of like a mixture of Meteor and Void. Yeah. Yeah. Or Asteroid. Or Asteroid, Yeah. Meteor, but like, I think the the interesting thing about calling the game Metroid rather than calling the Adventures of Samus or something like that, yeah, is it's not about Samus. It's not really the story isn't about her. She's not the most important thing in it. The mm. important thing is the thing she's fighting. Yeah, I mean that's that's true of a lot of those early games. Like the Legend yeah. of Zelda is it's not the Adventures. Of, well, the second one was the Adventures of Link, but like. Putting the emphasis on the task rather than on the hero was something that I think they did a lot in those old games. Okay. Does a lot. I don't know. Like, maybe it's setting some expectations. It's hard to sort of tease this stuff out now. Yeah. And obviously they didn't realise... They didn't realise back then that they were, cre they were creating these huge emblematic characters that were going to last for decades after the time. They just went, well, it's... And as in lasting for decades, they sold 17.44 million copies. That's a lot of copies. That's a lot of copies, yeah. I mean, I bought one of those. 
people. <laughs> I say I bought one of those, and it was really my parents bought one yeah, of those. Because well. I was, look, in 1986, I was not out buying consumer-grade electronics. Let's be mm. clear. So, um, so that's Metroid. It establishes a lot of what are going to be hallmarks of the series. The Obviously, Samus is the hero, the Metroids being the primary sort of uh, obstacle... Craid's in there, Ridley's in there, Mother Brain's in there, the planet Zeebs is... Actually, Metroid doesn't really tread much new ground, even after that first game. It's yeah. all, like, sort of playing over the same general concept and, and, like, tuning it in in ways. And I think that's something that's interesting about it, is that it has such a interesting core of it that they can just play it out over and over again. They don't need to, like, take it to a new kingdom or... Now she's got a water jet thing on her back. Mm. Uh, now it's, I don't know, space or something. Now she has a fun new hat. No, it's just, it's, it's Samus and a crushing sense of isolation. What do you feel about the crushing sense of isolation of Metroid? I don't know. Well, that's... But something I do know is, this, this is completely off topic. This is something about Ridley. 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 Everybody wants him in Smash Bros. Yes. And then he got plenty of Smash Bros. Yes. And nobody wants him now. Well. Well, most people would. I think it's funny, like, how that played out. Because the, the main argument against him being in Smash Bros. is like, he's too big. Yeah. Too big to be and in Smash. And then they put him down to size. And then they're like... And he's still real big. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. He rules. So now, everyone wants Waluigi in Smash. Yeah. I like Waluigi. Yeah. Just put him in Smash. Well, it's that simple. They can't. He's Why already not? he's he's an assist trophy. They can't put him in Smash. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. Okay. Well, somebody will have to go up to Sakurai and say, "Do the impossible and make it happen." Well, I mean, if you if if you're if you're feeling that bold as to tell Sakurai-san <laughs> how to do his job, then I'm not I'm not going to argue with you. But man, he might like just karate chop your head off. <laughs> You don't know. That goes. That goes yeah. crazy. Yeah. So uh, after Metroid, I mean, they put Minecraft Steve in the game. Yeah, I did see that. Have you played Minecraft Steve? No, yet? I haven't bought it yet. I haven't bought Min Min yet either. Oh, uh, I I think I bought the second set. I haven't turned it on yet. Is it okay. just to give you an indication of time where we are chronologically right now? Minecraft Steve, I think, was released. Yes, like a, a day ago. A day ago. Yeah. So um, I have not. I've not had the opportunity. Maybe we'll do that after this. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. I do want to play him. All right. Well, I, we'll 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 do that, and like next week, we'll we'll check in with what we thought of Minecraft Steve. But that that can be a little little hint. In addition yeah. to in addition to our, our main topic, we'll have a little a little side note of Minecraft Steve. Yeah. Or yeah. 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 I don't know. Oh, I like that. That's going to be a yeah or eh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know. I'll I'll run these segment ideas past you first before before yeah, I propose yeah. them in the middle of the thing. So you want to take us through the? We'll say we'll, we'll we'll do the timeline of Metro games just as they were released. If you want to like, okay, yeah, talk, talk those out now. Okay, so in nineteen eighty six we had the first Metroid game in. And then five years later, 1991, we got Metroid 2: Return of Samus on the Game Boy. On the Game Boy, the the, the old black and white Game Boy. I didn't have a Game Boy. Oh. I never played that one. All right. 
And then three years later, 1994, we got Super Metroid. On the Super Nintendo. A Monday classic. You you, you don't even... I, I don't even need... Needs no introduction. Yeah. It's brilliant. It is really Created brilliant. the speedrunning community. Yeah. So we'll drill down a bit more into Super I, Metroid I, I, later, not, but we'll... I'm not finished talking. Okay. Uh, you asked me to go through the timeline. And I was just saying, we'll continue on with the timeline. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, and then we got eight years later, we got... Big gap in the, in the, yeah, big in the gap. thing here. Yeah, we got two new games. We got Metroid Fusion and we got Metroid Prime. I had both those games. Okay. They released them like sort of promoing off each other back to back. It was cool. Okay. One on the GBA and one on the GameCube. And I think there was actually like a connectivity thing between them because you could plug a GBA into mm. a GameCube. So I think you could okay. plug it in and you got stuff. It's, it's a little hazy. Yeah. Metro okay. Prime rules cool though. Okay. And then 2004, we got... Um, up until 2007 we got a few new games mm. um, we got 2004 Metroid Zero Mission Zero Mission that's a spin-off I think it was a remake of remake. the first Metroid okay and then we got Metroid Prime 2 Echoes and then we got 2005 Metroid Prime P- Pinball Pokemon's got a pinball game I think it works I think it works with Metroid because yeah. Sam- Samus turns into the ball Samus turns into a ball which can then be put into a pinball machine, it turns out. Yeah. Don't question it. <laughs> I'm not. 2006, we got Metroid Prime Hunters. Hunters. That was a multiplayer Game Boy game, I believe. Okay. 2007, we got the third Metroid Prime. This one called Corruption. That one ruled as well. That was the one where it was on the Wii and... It had the actual aiming controls. You pointed the Wii remote at the screen. I liked the aiming controls on the Wii. They were good. Yeah, it was cool. The the only reason I liked it is because I could do Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, Yes. Okay, and then we got a two-year gap where in 2009 we got Metroid Prime Trilogy. That was just a re-release of the three Metroid Prime games. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 2010 we got Metroid Other M. Metroid Other M sucks and we're not going to talk about it. Okay, fine. That's fine. Well, we'll I talk mean... about it a little bit. I'll, I'll complain about it as well. Okay, fine. you can complain about it, but if you don't really want to talk about it, that's fine by me. And then... It sucks. <laughs> okay. And then six years later, it's not as big as the other one, we got Metroid Prime Federation Force. That's like where there's like a federation and they have like a force. I haven't played Federation Force. I can't okay. really talk about it. Okay. And then, a year later, we got Metroid Samus Returns. Uh, that one's a remake of Metroid 2 from the GBA on the uh, DS. Uh, I want to play that one. I never got it. I didn't mm. have a DS at the time. Have you still got your DS? I think I do. Alright, well... But I don't think the games work on there anymore. No. no well... And then we also got Metroid Prime 4, which currently has not been released. Yeah, I'm I'm not holding my breath till that comes out. It's going to be delayed, it's going to be whatever. Yeah, during but, these you know, times. Like we can we can hope, we can dream, we can we can ponder, we can I could I could get my thesaurus and say more. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Now, let's talk about the actual timeline. The chronology. The chronology. It's all over the place, all right? It is. The only thing you need to know is that the um, Metroid, the Super Metroid game, the one that came out was the third. It doesn't. It 
chronologically, it's the second uh, latest one. See, this is what I was getting at with the the, the focus of the game being the Metroids, mm. right? Here's, here's something that I think is sort of interesting, because whereas a lot of these long-running franchises, like I'm um, looking at you... Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. where they don't really worry themselves too much about like the connective tissue between the games and like there being any continuing story. Metroid does have a fairly solid like thread that runs through it all. It's always about Samus. She's the same person. She's not reincarnated in different eras, and like <laughs> Legend of Zelda, or or mm. just like a weird ephemeral. Uh, can be anywhere character like Mario. It's very it's very much a this is a world where it, it's her story being told out. So what I think is sort of interesting is that Super Metroid, even though it was the third game in the series, fairly definitively is the end of the Metroids in the timeline. Like they it, it very much hammers home the idea of this is the last of the Metroids and and they being wiped out at the end. And they haven't really... Like, the way they get around that with future games is by setting them before Super Metroid. So they don't have to, like, go back on that... This this classic game and the definitiveness of, like, this was where the, the problem of the Metroids was solved. They don't just instantly, instantly undercut that with the next game and go, Oh, but they're back now. Hmm. Like, Metroid Fusion, which is the last in the series doesn't really have... Me- I think there's like a little bit of Metroids in there, but it doesn't contradict the the resolution of that of that Super Metroid game. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's a little bit about the whole franchise. Let's talk about the first Metroid game. The first Metroid game. The first Metroid game. Okay. So, pretty much, you are playing as Samus... Yeah. Samus Aran. Samus Aran, sorry. And you're going through this giant cave. Yes. And then... The planet Zebes. Zebes. Or Zebes. Zebes. I always always called it Zebes. Zebes. That that sounds better. Yeah. Zebes. Because it's not a double B, so like, therefore... No, actually, no. We're going to the language now. It's no, a made-up no. nonsense word, and we can we can pronounce it however we want. If you wanna, yeah. if you wanna, like, come at me. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> okay, so Samus, he's trying to retrieve the parasitic Metroid organism that was stolen from space pirates. Oh, sorry, stolen by space pirates. By space. By pirates. space pirates. I was gonna say stolen from space pirates, but the pirates. He was different pirates. Pirates steal from pirates all the time. I know, yeah, pirates steal from pirates. That's how piracy works. Isn't there like a a code that pirates don't steal from other pirates if it's like a good thing? I don't know where I'm going. I'm not sure if space pirates adhere to Seven Seas Pirate Code. You know, it's a a wild west out there. I'm mixing my metaphors. And the space pirates, they are trying to replicate the Metroids by exposing them to beta rays and using them as biological weapons destroy Samus and all who oppose them. So pretty much they're trying to create a super weapon. Yeah, it's a it's a fairly standard standard like sci-fi trope. Like have you ever you ever seen the Aliens movies? Yes I have. Because I feel like that is something that is like has some commonalities there. The idea of trying to like weaponize these destructive aliens 
it's a fair, fairly common sci-fi concept. Yeah. yeah. Also, in this Metroid game, we meet the Mother Brain. The Mother Brain. The Mother Brain. Leader of the Space Pirates. Is it Leader of the Space Pirates? Yes. Oh, okay. And is Brain Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, as well as the Guardians, Kraid and Ridley. Ridley's cool. Kraid, I could take a leave. Yeah. All of these things get repeated in Super Metroid as well. Yeah. One of the things that wasn't really, only slightly touched upon in the first Metroid game, and sort of digs into Samus's backstory, she's a human bounty hunter. But part of her backstory is that she was raised by an alien race called the Chozo. Mm. And those are represented in-game by the big Birdman statues that hold her power-ups. So she was raised and, and, and gifted Chozo technology, and I understand there was some kind of blood transfusion thing. It's complicated. It was video games, man. What are you going to do? But uh, that's where like they come into the game in terms of her power-ups. Okay. Again, another element that's translated across into Super Metroid. Yeah. Okay. And Metroid 2, Return of Samus, nothing really changes there except for the fact that, like, you get Alpha, Gamma, Zeta, and Omega Metroids. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And then we're I believe, to... the, I believe the story in the second one was Samus going to the Metroid home planet. Yeah, killing all the Metroids and the Queen, the Queen Metroids, and then they find the egg. The, the Metroid. Metroid egg. The Metroid egg. Which hatches into a Metroid baby. Yep. And I believe Sanus is the mother. Yeah. That's cute. It is cute. It's very confusing. But like, I suppose like baby ducks do that. That's yeah. the thing. Apparently Metroids are like ducks. Yeah. So it's, uh, you can't question it. Yeah, I, I won't question it. Like, and now we're on to Super Metroids. But before that... I think we're just going to take a quick break. Okay. And we'll come back to talk about the 1994 classic, Super Metroid. Yeah. Okay, we're back. And we're talking about... Super Metroid. Super Metroid. So this picks up right after Metroid 2. Um, get, and Samus, who's just flying away, just gets a distress signal from the research lab that currently took in the baby mother brain. She left. She left her baby with them. Walked, got, got into the car, drove down the street, and then gets an SMS from them saying emergency. Yeah. Like she was just there. Yeah. What, what could have happened while she was gone? Okay, so Ridley came in and stole stole the hatchling. He killed everybody yes. and like was a big dragon all over the place. Yeah. Okay, and then Samus follows Ridley back to Zebebes. Zebebes. <laughs> I don't know. So we should we should cover off now. Ridley's a space pirate. He's a dragon, but he's also a space pirate. So he's a dragon. He's sort of a robot. He's a space pirate. He could be. A he's an alien. Like he's got all of them. He just needs to be a ninja and a monkey, and then he's all the boxes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Samus lands on Zebes. Zebes. We've been there before. This is this this apparently it survived getting blown up at the end of the first Metroid game. Yeah, it's best not to question. Yep. Uh, and also, um, there are space pirates again trying to clone the Metroids. Yeah, that's what they do. Turns out, it's pretty easy to clone a Metroid. 
Yeah. I think that might be part of the. I mean, it can't be, can't, kind of because they're, like, defenseless. I mean, well, no, they're not exactly defenseless. They're not they're, at all defenseless. They are incredibly dangerous. <laughs> no. They'll, like, they'll latch onto your head and suck the life right out of you. Yeah. And, like, but here is the interesting thing about your average Metroid. It has a weakness. As a blind spot. It, well, it doesn't have eyes. I swear <laughs> everything is just blind spot. But it has a weakness in that it can be frozen. Yes. And it just so happens that Samus has an ice beam. Well, she only gets that from an upgrade. Yeah. But, like, but that's... Yeah. That's why. That's the. I think you, you sort of go. Well, okay. You kill Metroids. You don't kill Metroids until the very end, and yeah. they are incredibly dangerous even at the end of the game. Yeah. And you just so happen to have the exact thing that they are weak to in your in your arsenal. There's yeah. no question why I got. That. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You would have that on hand to fight the thing that you're gonna. But like, that's just that's just how we do. Speaking of getting to the Metroids, you have to kill the reborn versions of Ridley and Craig, along with two new bosses. Fantoon and Dragon. Fantoom! He's, a, he's pretty much like a ghost. He's a ghost. He's like an octopus ghost. And then Dragon's like the one underwater. He's a big lobster man without without like a lobster, but like with no claws. Sort of like a lobster like flipped onto its back. Yeah, I can see that. It's weird stuff. Yeah. I hated that one. That's the one I hated when yeah. I played the game. The drag was it Dragon? Dragoon. Dragoon. Dragon. Dragon. Dragoon. Dragoon. I don't know. It's a made-up character. We can tell however we want to say Dragoon it. sucks. Just saying. He's on the water one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you had to battle through... You get you got various like power-ups and stuff. You got like a gravity suit that lets you move underwater. Then you could fight the water boss. You get like an upgrade to your Varia suit, which allows you to survive in lava, which is how you eventually get to Ridley. Yeah. You'll get, you get missiles, you get super missiles, you get bombs, you get super bombs. This is like a pattern emerging. Yeah, yeah, there's a pattern. There's a pattern. There's grappling hooks. There's an X-ray beam. Have you got the X-ray beam? I don't think I've had an X-ray beam. The X-ray beam. That's the one that just goes through the walls. No, no, no. The X-ray beam. You turn it on and like your visor like lights up in front of you, and you can sort of ah. see if there's any openings in the walls and everything. Oh, that could be helpful. It's, like, ha- it's doing hundred percent runs. Like yeah, I think it's. I think it's an optional thing. You don't you don't need to get it to finish the game like a lot of the other things. Okay. So then after you defeat those bosses, you fight Mother Rain once again. This is- time with a difference. Originally Mother Brain was just Brain Jar. Yeah. Now But then once you defeat the Brain of the Jar, it becomes a giant robot. Is it a robot? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. It look it, it doesn't look Well. Okay, Smash Bros. By... Spirits makes it look like a robot. Okay, so that's what I'm thinking. I always, I always put it as like an alien space piratey biomechanical thing. But like, I mean, we can go with robot. That's a simpler thing. That's a, that's the thing that the kids will understand nowadays. Yeah, and also Samus almost dies. She does. Yes. Who's she saved by? The baby Metroid. The baby Metroid. Who has grown a lot. It's got, got and... eaten his Wheaties. That Metroid has been latching onto bowls of Wheaties and sapping the energy out of them and getting big and strong. Yeah. And then it kills Mother Brain. Kills Mother... What? That's not... The, um, the Metroid doesn't kill him. The Metroid saps the energy out of... And puts it on to... Mother Brain. And then puts it on to Samus. Gives it to Samus as a Mother's Day gift. And then destroys it. And then, and then Samus, now full of rainbow energy, 
blows like the body off of Mother Brain, and yeah, then using what's called a hyper beam. Hyper beam. I like to call it the rainbow beam because it's rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, shocking twist. You know what happens after that? What? The planet starts blowing up, and you have a timer oh, no. run out of there. And then there's two options ways you can go. You can either save the life forms on the planets, or you can just leave. Yeah, I think you just leave. Yeah. There was a theory that if you did save the animals, there's like this virus that changes them into like monsters. Really? Yeah. Like... I Tell me know. more about this. I, I only exactly remember the name, but it was a game theory video. Oh. It was talking about... Oh, game theory videos. What? Well, okay, look. he He's a good game theorist. Well, okay, you could say, hey, this is a thing from a game theory video, as your, as your supporting evidence to the thing. You could also just say, hey, it's made up nonsense. Because that's what game theory is. It's made up nonsense. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know, okay. I feel <laughs> I have, like I've hurt your feelings. I have views about that guy. Okay. It's made up nonsense. Well... Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. My evidence is not supported. <laughs> you ruin my fun. Oh, no, we can, we can, we can talk about made-up nonsense. <laughs> okay. Well, apparently, there's a virus that was on the animals, and they're infected, and you probably could have killed Samus. Oh, that's where the SRX virus. Comes yes, from. that. That's the that's the villain. Of uh, of Metroid Fusion, yeah, interesting. Let's talk about Metroid Fusion. Metroid Fusion. Do you want to talk about Metroid Fusion? Because I was just talking about Super Metroid and Metroid. I could talk about Metroid Fusion. It it in the timeline occurs after uh, Metroid Super Metroid and all the rest of the games. Uh, and it sort of it holds with that idea of hey, the Metroids are all wiped out now. That last one was that big baby one who sacrificed itself. So. But what happens in that is that Samus becomes infected with this SRS virus. X. SX. X Parasite. X Parasite, yes. Uh, and to save her. And that was originally the prey of the Metroid species. And now they're all gone. Yes. But the way they save Samus from this X Parasite is by injecting her with a... Like a vaccine created from the Metroids, which the DNA of the Metroid virus, I mean Metroid actually. But they so they they cut her suit off and inject her with this to save her, and I think they give her sort of a new suit. Yeah, and also she can now absorb power to the energies and weapons because she is now sort of a Metroid herself yeah. in that way. But her suit, which was riddled with the X parasite, becomes alive. And, and that's what Dark Samus is, right? That's well, I, there's a lot of different Dark Samuses. Well, yeah, actually, because there's there's Dark Samuses throughout the Metroid Prime games as well. I think it's just a sort of a common idea, you know, evil version of the hero. Like, I don't know that SR the the X Samus X. It's got a cool name like SX or something. I'm not sure. S A dash X. S A dash X. Samus Aran X Parasite. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's somewhat different from Dark Samus, but similar concepts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the the Metroid Fusion takes place on, like, a research satellite 
where the ex-parasite has taken over and now as the sole remaining metroid type thing in the in the galaxy samus has to defeat the ex-parasites and stop her kill another another omega metroids yeah i think the the ex-parasites merge with the the metroid there's 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 still a few metroids look you're never gonna get away from metroids it's a metroid game uh, but that one was cool. It's like, obviously it's a lot shorter because it was just a GBA game, but, um, I liked it. I thought it was cool. It had a lot, like, there was a lot of, here's one of the, the, one of the things about the Metroid games that, like, sort of is one of their hallmarks is the isolation and the silence of it all. Yeah. Like, Samus is in there by herself. There's no backup. It's just this isolation thing going on. And I feel like, some of the games get away from that and that's where they sort of go wrong like metroid fusion she's getting orders from a commanding officer and so there is like a back and forth with that if we if we have to talk about the other m you see samus out of out of armor interacting with other people and it sucks so uh but like your your standard metroid games your metroid primes those are all just just her just her and a suit and enemies at all corners. It's 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 a fun time. Okay. You got to give a rating to Super Metroid. Yeah, I'd give it um, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Might have been a few little things that they could have done. Okay. Like what? Oh God, doing everything now. Do you want to get? Do you want to hear my rating of yeah, Super sure. Metroid? Ten out of ten. Yeah, I knew you. It say is that. a ten out of ten game. I knew you would say that. Yeah, I love that game. Uh, Alright, well, that's it for our Metroid talk. Talking Metroids. Yeah. Uh, next week, we'll be back. We're gonna... What are we gonna talk about next week? We're gonna talk about Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda? How are we gonna talk about Legend of Zelda? We're gonna use a lot of half your brain. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of Zelda games. There's a lot... I don't know the if The timeline is also whack. I've got a book. I've got a whole book about it. Okay, good. We can look through that. Um, and until then... We've been backwards cross compatibility. It's with been Dean fun. and Ross. With Dean and Ross. I'm Ross. He's Dean. Uh, it's been fun talking to you about games. Uh, until next time. Stay gaming. Stay gaming.